Food bloggers, hi, how are you today? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. This is the place for food bloggers to get information and inspiration to accelerate your blog's growth and ultimately help you to achieve your freedom, whether that's financial, personal, or professional. I'm Megan Porta, and I've been a food blogger for over 12 years. I understand how isolating food blogging can be at times. I'm on a mission to motivate, inspire, and most importantly, let each and every food blogger, including you, know that you are heard and supported. Do you ever take time off as a food blogger? Do you think about taking time off and then you don't actually do it because there's just so much to do or feel like there's way too much to prep to even take time off? Jenna Urban from The Urban Life and I have an amazing discussion about this topic because she is planning to take time off this summer, as am I. So we talk about all the things that we are thinking through in advance in order to make that happen. Jenna talks about getting a social media scheduled for the summer. We both talk about our strategy for getting blog posts published now so they can do our work for us in the summer and we can kind of kick our feet up and let that magic happen. We talk about a lot of things. So if you have taking time off on your radar, you have to listen to this episode. If you don't have that on your radar, you should listen and it might encourage you to actually take some time off. This is episode number 410. It is sponsored by Rank IQ and I hope you love it. Hey food bloggers, have you thought about working with a business coach but weren't sure if it was the right fit? Are you struggling to determine where to focus your time with your blogging business amidst all the different things clamoring for your attention? A small and intimate retreat for food creators run by Tastemaker Conference is a business coaching opportunity compressed into a few days with like-minded people who understand what you do. Get help determining your business goals for the year ahead and what may be holding you back from them. If you are looking for clarification on where to spend time and energy in your business or looking to form deep connections with others in the community who get it, this is the retreat for you. There are only eight spots available, so act fast if you're interested. This retreat takes place May 18th through 21st. 2023. It is an actual working event where you will accomplish big things. For more information and to grab your spot, go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash resources, scroll down to the Tastemaker logo and find the orange button labeled Food Creators Retreat. Jenna Urban is the content creator of The Urban Life, a food and lifestyle blog where she shares allergy-friendly recipes and travel guides. Jenna started blogging about five years ago and was immediately drawn to the community aspect. Over the years, she realized there was a need for more transparency in the creator space, so she went on to create Blogger Bites to provide bloggers and influencers with resources and tools they can use to thrive. Jenna, how are you? So good to have you back on eBlog Talk for, I think it's a fourth time, right? Oh my gosh, is it? I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me back. I'm excited to chat today. I'm super excited about this chat because it's super relevant for me for upcoming plans and super relevant for you. And I think something that should be maybe on the forefront of a lot of food bloggers' minds, just taking time off because we need it once in a while. So I am pumped for this chat. But first we want to know, or I want to know what your fun fact is. Fun fact number four. (laughs) My fun fact for this episode is that I'm pregnant and due at the end of this summer. Yay. Okay. That is awesome. I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend I didn't know, but (laughs) I'm so excited for you guys. I just, oh my gosh. And I hope that your baby is born on my birthday because I think the due date is right around my birthday, it's right? Pretty like pretty close. Yeah. July 20, is it 26th is mm-hmm. your due date? Okay. Yeah. Three days sooner. We can do little it. Little baby. Yeah. Come on. I'll get curb walking <laughs> and all the other stuff they say to do. Yes. Right. I'll be sending you texts on yes. the 21st just to prep yourself. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Well, good fun fact because that sets the stage for our chat. So you are going to be taking time off this summer. Yes. So you are doing some things Now, so when we're talking, it's like the end-ish of March. So months in advance, you're thinking through to taking time off for the baby, which I love because a lot of us like don't necessarily plan ahead like that. But I think it is so important in our jobs because there's so much to do and we don't want to like abandon our businesses. We want to stay on top of things. So just, I guess, talk to us about first things first. Like what do you do first when you know you want to take a break? Yeah, well, 
It's kind of a hard question because I feel like I've never really planned to take a break. And it's something that I always want to do, especially in the summer or around the holidays, but I just never really make it a point to plan ahead. So this is kind of the first time that I'm like really planning ahead and thinking through like, okay, what are all the things I need to do right now, but also that needs to get done in July, August, and I mean, throughout the rest of the year, really. And so I feel like I should preface this by saying that I'm a one woman show over here. I don't have an assistant. I don't have an intern or anything like that. And so I feel like the way I'm approaching it could be different than others who have someone who could help them whenever they're out on leave. But really what I'm doing is I'm just doing a bunch of work up front so that everything is pretty much on autopilot and I can fully step away. And if I feel like coming back at, you know, I don't know, a couple weeks or a couple months, I don't, I'm just, I'm giving myself a lot of leeway basically. And so if I want to step back in, I can, if I don't want to, then it's like no pressure on myself. So really what I've been doing is just writing, scheduling, not really even scheduling blog posts, but writing blog posts and scheduling and automating the social side of things and the email side of things. So we can kind of get more into that if you want to. But yeah, I definitely wanted to say like, yeah, if you had an assistant, like I think you could definitely be scheduling those blog posts ahead of time. So it looks like you're, you know, kind of, like you haven't even left. But for me, I kind of like was just going through, I kind of had like a post publishing or I guess once I publish a post, I have a checklist for things I do afterwards. And for me, it just, I just decided, I feel like I, I feel more comfortable with if I have a post ready to go right now in March or April or whatever throughout the summer, let's just get it out there now rather than kind of waiting to trickle it out later. So yeah, we can kind of dive into all of that and more. Yeah. Okay. So you talked about writing blog posts. That's one of the things you're doing ahead Mm -hmm. of time, right? I think that's something we can all do really easily. Yeah. So yeah, talk about what you're doing with that. Yeah. So really just my normal process of keyword research, recipe development, making the recipe, taking photos, taking video, if I'm doing video for that recipe, and then really just going through the whole process of writing it, publishing it, promoting it, getting it scheduled on social throughout, I mean, all the socials really. And then also making a note of where to slide it in for my emails, which we'll get to (laughs) email later on. But yeah, for me, I was just thinking, you know, it takes a while for new blog posts to get indexed and kind of circulated on social media as well. And so rather than sitting on it, let's just get it out now and get that process kind of going now rather. And then it can work for me. Like whenever I am on leave rather than waiting a few months, that's just how I'm thinking of it. I know that others totally do it another way. So I'd love to hear what you think about that. Actually, this is exactly what I do as well. So I'm kind of on the same timeline, it seems like, taking time off this summer. And I have the same mindset, Jenna. So I publish a ton of content from this year. It was November. I just decided like November 1st, April 30th. I don't know where that came from, but six months. Yeah. I knew that starting in May, I wanted to start thinking about summer and planning and getting on the road and taking vacations and spending time with my family. So that was my mental timeline. And I just decided to create a really aggressive approach this year. So I decided on 80 new pieces of content that I'd publish in that time frame. Yeah. And then, like you said, letting it work for me over the summer. So instead of like, I wrote a post now, I'm going to schedule it for June 15th. Oh my gosh, that's so much time that that content could have been working for Mm -hmm. me. So I'm doing the exact same thing and putting it out there and then kind of riding the wave through the summer. Oh, okay. I love that you said that because I feel like some people, I mean, it doesn't matter which way you do it. Any way that works, you know, for you or whoever's listening yeah. is what you should do. But right. I kind of was like, oh, maybe this isn't the right thing to do. Maybe I should 
you know, act like I'm actively at my computer writing. But I was like, that's just not for me. It's just not going to work. <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad to hear that you're also doing it a similar way. It just makes me feel makes me feel like, okay, I'm okay. <laughs> well, I did this last year too, and it worked really well. I didn't do 80. I did hmm, like 60 within a few months. So it was a little bit lesser scale, but I stopped publishing new content. I think it was like toward the f- beginning of April or mid-April. And from then through like the end of the summer, yeah. I only did a handful of updates. And that this was the first time in 12 years that I hadn't done consistent weekly publishing. So I was terrified just putting that out there. It was scary. So I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. Maybe my blog is going to crumble and fall apart, but it didn't. Right, it you was survived. Like, <laughs> yes. And not only that, but the blog traffic I got was getting at the end of the summer far exceeded anything that I had imagined. So this actually works. Like I have historical data from last year to show you that for me, for my business, it did work. Oh, okay. I just like, I don't know. I didn't realize I was carrying such a a mental load and I feel like lighter from hearing that. I really do. So I love hearing that, especially because you've been through it. And I think on Clubhouse, I've mentioned like probably more than once about kind of like this, like, Oh, what am I going to do? Is my blog going to, you know, yeah, load like, you know, and no, like I think the, no, everyone has always told me like, it's, it's going to be fine. <laughs> so just hearing it again, hearing this time, you know, you always have to hear things a few times for it to click. And this was so true. that moment. So I'm like, Phew. Oh, good. I'm glad you were able to take a little mental load off because, yeah, you don't have anything to worry about. I think that's a common fear for all of us when we take time off, even if it's just like a week. Right. Like, oh my gosh, is everyone going to forget me? I'm not going to be relevant. I'm not going to know the change that happened on Pinterest. Like, you just feel like all of the things are going to collapse you and your business. And that is so not true. After taking most of last summer off, I came back without missing a beat. I mean, it was like a little bit of a reentry, like, okay, what's going on in this world? But it wasn't bad. So just to give a little bit of encouragement for people considering it. Love that. Love that. Okay. Talk about social media. So this, you can actually schedule. Are you actually scheduling out social media? Are you, is that what you said? Are you doing real time too? Okay. Yeah. And so even like currently, like right now, I always schedule out Facebook. I just use the Meta Business Suite. You can schedule out 75 days worth of content. And then I'll put in just like my calendar a few days before that kind of cutoff. I'll just say like, reminder, add more content to Facebook. And so I currently, I already do that. I was looking into alternatives because I know like, I don't remember if it's co-scheduler or whatever that one's called, or there was another one that you could go beyond 75 days. But I, I just, again, decided like, you know what? I'm used to meta business suite. It's working for me. I've never had issues with it. It's not like a huge task. It's not a huge burden (laughs) for me to go in and schedule that. And I think that's probably because I've been doing this. Like I've been doing the 75 days worth, like I'll go in Mm -hmm and do that. I've been doing that for years now. So for me, it's not a big burden. It doesn't take a ton of time, but I mean, if you were doing it for the first time, it might probably take you Mm -hmm. longer. But for me, I was like, let's just stick with the meta business suite. We don't need to switch it up. So I will continue. I guess that will be something that will be on my radar, but I'm kind of okay with having that be like, oh, you can do this. Like, you know, whenever the 75 days is up, if I am wanting to do a little bit of work, then it's like, this is a kind of, I call it, I think it's fun, (laughs) Um, but it's kind of like, this is a fun type of work project. And I don't have to sit down and, you know, do all 75 days. I could just do it a week at a time or a month. And so that's what I'm doing for Facebook. I could also do that for Instagram, but I'm just honestly like not in like an Instagram state of mind. Ooh, this is a theme. This is such a theme right now. I don't, I haven't heard many people say that they are in the Instagram flow. But yeah, Yeah. it's, I accidentally kind of took a hiatus from it and I just, I just can't, I'm just not motivated to post uh, really. Um, I've been posting stories, which I think that's, I have been connecting with more people on Instagram stories lately. And that's, that's where I'm like having fun on Instagram. Mm. 
and we don't even have to get into like the broadcast channels, but like, that's another thing on Instagram. But I'm like, Oh, this is, this is fun. This is a good way to connect. But again, like that's real time, both stories and whatnot. And so who knows what that'll look like later this year for me. But yeah, I'm just not technically you can schedule Instagram out, but I'm not. And then for Pinterest, I know that you've been using Canva. So I'd love to hear if you've been using the Canva Pinterest scheduler, because I I might need to do that because my current state of pinning, I guess, is all just live pin or manually pin whenever I have a new or updated post. And I'll go in sometimes and add like an additional post or additional pin for a post or kind of repin. But I wasn't necessarily planning on really worrying about Pinterest at all during my leave. But since you're loving this canvas scheduler, I might need to hear more about this and see if I need to do this. So I'd love to hear kind of how you're using it. Yeah. So prior to discovering this new amazing feature inside of Canva Pro, or I think it's Pro, right? I think that's what it's like. You have to pay for it. It's a paid version, but it's like a hundred-ish dollars a year. And I've paid for it for a few years because me and my team use Canva a lot. So it was just worth it. But then I feel like I've just not heard much about this scheduler. And then somebody on Clubhouse mentioned it and I just thought, what? like there has to be something wrong because it just sounded too good to be true. Yeah. So I went and checked it out and Jenna, it is amazing. It is like, okay, prior to discovering this, my VA and I were, she was mostly doing my Pinterest pinning and she was using the Pinterest scheduling tool, which is very limited. I think it's like two weeks or something like that. And I was just doing anything I did real time. Yeah. So that's a pain. So the scheduler, like you can schedule unlimited. I have oh. hundreds of pins in there right now in the queue and it, they're far out. Like I'm already scheduling into the summer and there's so far there's no limit. It's very intuitive. You create the pin right in Canva and then you just like designate, you link your Pinterest account and then you designate the board in your title and description and URL and all of that. Yeah. So you don't have to download an image mm-hmm. to your computer and then upload it to another. Like, it's just right there. It's so easy. So I love it. So yeah, I'm, I am scheduling old content right now. So my yeah. VA is doing idea pins for me. And I'm doing all of, like, relevant seasonal content, just kind of recycling my old stuff and scheduling it out through the summer so that I can let Pinterest, this amazing scheduler and Pinterest do the work for me through the summer. So that's kind of my goal. And that's how it is. I mean, it's not like, quote, working yet. I'm not seeing a a tidal wave of traffic or anything yet. But my hope is that my consistency with it will eventually pay off. Yes. I mean, I think it, I think it will, because I don't remember what, like how long, I don't know if it's ever actually been like confirmed how long it takes for Pinterest to kind of index and circulate, right? (laughs) Yes. I mean, really, like sometimes it really does feel like, um, didn't they post this like last year or two years ago and now it's driving stuff, Yes, but no, I love that. And it is something I've been considering because my alternative was I mean, really, like for like those standard pins, I was just gonna like, "Mm, we're not nothing new. (laughs) And then for idea pins, I was gonna put together kind of I was gonna basically my, my folder, my file folder for my videos is such a mess. It's like the one thing that is not organized at all. And it's it's horrible, honestly. Like it's so it's it's not it's not a good system <laughs> and it does not work for me. But I was so I was gonna and I might still, I should still basically lump these videos in like categories of like this is summer, this is Halloween, this is Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. and then you know, whenever these seasons or holidays or whatever come, if I want to post on Pinterest and make an idea pin, I can quickly Mm. come on into my computer, grab the stuff I need, like the files I need, and then make an idea pin with it. And of course that would also work for 
I guess, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the things. And so that was kind of my potential Pinterest plan. But yeah, now that Canva has this pretty slick sounding scheduler, then I could also integrate standard pins as well. That way, yeah, it's, it's just more and I can schedule that all ahead of time. Because I mean, we all know like what people are searching for, for these different seasons. So it's not like a surprise, like we can just put it up now. And then the hope would be that (laughs) come, you know, whatever, November, and someone's searching for green bean casserole, like, oh, there ours is that we did earlier this year. So yeah, I'm so glad you talked through that. I do need to check it out. I will say I don't pay for Canva Pro because I use Photoshop, but when I've used it, because I've done like all the free trials with like a million different emails that I have, (laughs) I'm like, this is so nice. Like the background remover, oh, love. Oh my gosh. (laughs) There's just so many tools in there. And so I guess I'll kind of, I was one of the things I was going to say to you, but now I'm thinking about it now is something else I'm going to be doing whenever I'm like kind of getting closer to when I'm going to leave is I was going to cancel like subscriptions that I'm not going to have a use for and just kind of look at like, okay, what are the things I pay for on a monthly basis that like I just can cut. And so my thought as, as you're talking, I'm like, Ooh, okay. If I cut out, you know, whatever membership or whatever, subscription I'm not going to need anymore. And then I can add in the Canva Pro. Mm, I can yeah. justify that very easily. And I think once you're in, you'll realize that there's there's even more to it than probably what you remember because they're adding, like they have this new magic right tool that's like chat GPT, kind of like that, like the AI sort of thing. So you can write descriptions right in there. So you don't even have to leave the platform for that. Oh gosh. So I think, and it, I'll go look as we're talking to see what I pay, but it's like right around a hundred. It's so worthwhile. I mean, it's such a robust tool. I feel like the creators are just like, they don't even know how much value they're giving us for such a little dollar amount that I don't want them to make this realization (laughs) anytime soon because it's it's like we're getting such a, okay, so I pay $119 a year. So I don't know like what $12 a month or something like that. Yeah. That's pretty convincing. Especially like when you think of like what you said, all that you're getting, cause it's, mm-hmm. it's not just we're making graphics. It's, you know, you're making a pin and you're scheduling it and you can use their, whatever their chat GPT competitor mm-hmm. is right in there. Oof, oof, Megan. And think about how <laughs> yes. much time you're saving from yes. that. I mean, it, it, in your mind, it doesn't seem like it should add up to a lot of time. Like, oh, I have to download a file. Big deal. No. But that that's, adds up it over does. time. And then like taking opening another browser and taking your copy and moving it to ChatGPT and like doing a copy and paste. Like that is valuable time that's so worth $12 a month. And this I did agree. not I did not intend for this to be an ad for Canva, <laughs> but I love – I just love it. No, that's, that's convincing. And like I'm a – I think I've probably mentioned this before, if not on the podcast, it's definitely on Clubhouse. I like to just personally, internally, I like to know like where my expenses are going and kind of be able to like justify them to mm-hmm. myself. And that's very justifiable. Yeah. We just, and we could go on and on. I mean, I oh, think yeah. <laughs> that that is one expense that most of us should be investing in if you want to save time and, and yeah all the things. So, okay. So you're going to look into Canva. Yes, I am. (laughs) And then then what are some other platforms or tools you mentioned you were going to maybe let some fall away? What are some that you don't think you'll need while you're on leave? Oh yeah. Well, I haven't like, this was actually something I literally thought about maybe it was yesterday or over the weekend, but basically every time I get billed for things, I'm just like, am I using this? And, and, and maybe I am, maybe I'm not, but if I'm not, then it's like, okay, well, like, can I use it? Like, should I be using it? Or I don't know. I just really think about that. And so like, for example, I signed up for food blogger pro. And when I first signed up, I like binged everything and I've gotten a little bit busier these last few months. And like, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't really been using it at all. 
and I got billed, I think it was like a week, I think it was last week. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I just, I don't know why I take such an offense to it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I got billed <laughs> again. And like, uh, yet again, That's I haven't funny. logged in. <laughs> so I was like, okay, if I, and I tell them literally for the past, literally three months, I've been saying, okay, Jenna, if you don't log in, you have to cancel it. But then I'm like, well, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally like, this is conversation with myself. Like I'm not, <laughs> in your head. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not like I'm talking to like anyone else who's like, you need to do this. We understand. We have these conversations too with ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And so actually I did make a list of like, okay, these are, and there, it's like, there's so many resources in there too. And like so many videos constantly being uploaded. I mean, it's fantastic. But I was like, okay, let's be realistic. Like, I'm never going to be able to, you know, absorb everything on there. So what do I want to watch and learn that then I'd feel good canceling it? So I did, I made a list and it's a lot of like photography stuff. And then I'm, then I was thinking like, but like, am I actually, so I'm going to learn all of this, but then am I actually going to put it to use before I go on leave? I'm not sure. And so would that be better? you know, to wait until next year or something, you're getting like a real inside look into my brain. (laughs) I love it. I love how your brain works. This is smart though. Like really giving it some forethought like and kind of strategizing like, okay, well, where is that going to go? And am I, am I going to use that? And when? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So there are a few like modules or I don't know exactly what they call them, but there were a few that I was like, okay, I want to watch these and then I'm going to cancel it knowing like I can like re yeah. re up my membership whenever I want to. <laughs> like, it's not like I can never sign up again. So yeah, that is one. And then my Buzzsprout, that's what I use for my podcast. I think it's $12 a month, which is like a totally fine. Like it's, it's getting my podcast out in the world. It's taking care of so much stuff that I don't have to worry about. But if I'm being honest, this was literally back. I think I've published one this calendar year. And before that, it was like Thanksgiving. And like, I I literally have podcasts outlined, like ready to record. I just haven't made that a priority. And I think it's because I'm making blog posts a priority right now. But it is very high on my priority list to record these dang podcasts and get them out there. And so once I do that, and once they're uploaded and scheduled, I believe that somewhere one time I found that Buzzsprout offers a lower rate, basically, I believe I don't want to misspeak, but I'm pretty sure it has to do with your monthly like storage allotment yes something. Yeah. something like that that's what Libsyn does too you okay minimum fee for Libsyn is like five dollars a month or something yeah. really doable yeah yes exactly and so it's like well if I know I'm not going to be uploading new podcast episodes but I still want to keep my podcast alive yeah which you do right yes absolutely okay, yes <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I can batch record edit trickle them out and then demote (laughs) whatever the tier is that I'm on. So that was another one. And then after that, I, I'm not sure just off the top of my head, but honestly, I'm sure that there are others that like, I won't necessarily need that I could either do a similar thing or just cancel. And then if I realize like, Oh, I I actually need this, then just sign up again. Like, I don't know why there's such a mental block for me. (laughs) Like I'm like, afraid to cancel a membership and it's like Jenna you can just redo it like literally the same day if you want (laughs) I don't think it's just you I think a lot of us do that I know I do where it's like I remember for the longest time I was going back and forth about Tailwind like should I shouldn't I should I shouldn't I like oh my gosh just do it (laughs) and see if the world explodes and then if it does explode, go like you can always go yes. back. Like two days <laughs> later, you can go back. And I don't yes. know why we think that just because you cancel something that you can't ever go back and it's like you're broken up for good. Really? It's Honestly. Not like that. Yes. It's like a big statement. And it's like, no, you can literally just 
like re refill yeah. fill out the form again. There's your credit card info. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> right. Right. It's so silly. Eat Blog Talk is here to support you at every stage of your food blogging journey to help you accelerate your blog's growth so you can achieve your freedom. We offer many services that will help get you on the right path no matter where you're at in your journey. Don't forget to check out our free discussion forum at forum.eatblogtalk.com. Go there to connect with like-minded peers, to learn and to grow, and to share any wins that you have. Our signature service is our mastermind program. We are currently accepting waitlist submissions for 2024. So if you want to get on the list for this year-long experience starting in January 2024, definitely do that now. If you are not quite ready for that investment, the Mini Minds program might be for you. It is a six-month program that will help you achieve your goals and overcome any obstacles that are holding you back. And if you're up for getting together in person with some like-minded food bloggers, consider coming to one of our in-person retreats in 2023. This is a great way to get to know your fellow food bloggers really well in an intimate setting to learn a ton of about food blogging in a short time frame and to eat some delicious food that you will never forget. Go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash services to get all the information about all of our services. I do think that this is a good point to just think through your expenses if you know you're going to be taking a break, time off for whatever reason, and just pausing mm-hmm. if you if you need to or cutting back I'm literally looking at my list of expenses right now. Like, hmm, what can I go back this summer? That's so funny. But I think this is really smart. Yeah, just a good way to plan ahead so that you can save some money while you're taking time off too. Yeah. Okay, so what else do you do or what have you done or plan to do to prep for your time off? Yeah, so kind of, I don't know if this is the last one, but for like what I've already done, but it kind of, basically it's email, but email has so many different facets, I feel like. And so one of the things that I've done is for my email, I, and this, I actually did this like last summer, but I set up a new opt-in freebie on my subscribe page on my blog. And once they subscribe, they are automatically put into my welcome series. That has just been having the welcome series has been so awesome. I I mean, you hear that like all the time, like set up a welcome series, set up a, you know, all these different things. And to be honest, I only, I've only had my welcome series. I don't have like a evergreen, whatever. Yeah. Nurture. (laughs) Yes. I don't have that, but just having the welcome series, I feel like it has helped and it has helped me connect with these new subscribers. And so that has been something that I guess I set it up a year ago (laughs) or not, maybe not quite a year, but I set it up last year and I can just tell that it's really working. And so I've been going back into the different emails and whatnot and seeing like, okay, is this good? Is this still going to work for this year? And I've determined yes. <laughs> and so yes. I was like, okay, check. <laughs> but the other thing is I somewhat recently enabled Spotlight Subscribe. And so it was great. Like I was getting really, I mean, more subscribers than just if you clicked on the subscribe page because it is more of a call out. It's not a pop-up, but I don't know how to describe it very well. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to describe. It's like a highlighted feature that scrolls along with your content or something like that. Beautiful. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Wow. <laughs> yes. But and it's great. Like, I love it. But the thing was, is then I would go on to my Mediavine dashboard and see like, okay, you know, overnight X amount of people subscribed. And then I would have to import them manually into Flowdesk, which is what I use for my email platform. And so I was like, oh man, <laughs> like there has to be a better way. Cause like, this is great that I'm yeah. getting subscribers, but one, it's not like they would subscribe and then immediately get that my freebie ebook. It's whenever I <laughs> would look at it and then say like, okay, let me add you. So I figured out on Zapier, I think is how you pronounce it. Mm -hmm. I set up a zap on Zapier (laughs) and now it's automated and it's so awesome. Don't have to look at it and it works (laughs) and it's free. And so, yeah, so that has been like just another like mental 
load that like it doesn't sound like that would be like a lot like what you were saying about like how I right currently like I download from Photoshop and then I upload and then yes. I all this stuff and it doesn't sound like it's a lot but it it does take time mm-hmm. yep it adds up yeah and especially like for the email it's not like you're just copy copying and pasting their email I'm also doing their first name so I better make sure that I'm spelling it correctly right so no like it was I was like whoa okay I gotta, I gotta, yeah, figure out all the different zaps I can do. I love Zapier. It's amazing. It's like a miracle, isn't it? That that thing works. Yes. And I'm surprised that like, I'm not having to pay for it. Like knock on wood. (laughs) Like this is Yeah, I think you have to have a certain number of zaps that or like automations that you're running. It has to be like 20. Is that right? Oh, I have no idea. That might not be right. But I know I I did reach the threshold once and I was like, oh boy. And then I started paying for it and then then I cut back but it is an amazing tool yeah I've I've been loving it and I just discovered it like a couple months ago maybe last month yeah like I've heard of it but again for some reason I was like oh that seems scary and hard like (laughs) I don't know and like it also was like I don't know I just I had a lot of like false narratives about it and Mm. then I actually I was talking to my husband about it and he he was like I use this all the time at work like it's Uh. like you can you're gonna it's gonna be fine and I was like oh okay I'll actually look into it then (laughs) (laughs) and it was great (laughs) so it's a mindset hurdle that you Mm -hmm. have to because like a lot of us aren't quote techie people and we hear something like that that's like an automation tool and we tend to run away thinking we don't know, we don't understand it. We don't, we won't be able to learn it easily, but it's actually when you dig in, it's really easy to learn and it saves you so much time and (laughs) headache. Honestly. Yes. That was the biggest thing. And kind of like rolling into the next part of my email is, so I, I know I've talked about this before is how I use my Facebook group, my private Facebook group, Yes. When someone wants to join, I have, or I had, <laughs> it said like optional, leave your email address if you want my free dairy free, egg free beginner's guide, or it was something like that. And it was just about everyone who wanted to join my Facebook group would leave me their email address. So, so like, awesome. it was a lot of people every week. And so every Friday at that I like deemed Friday my like import day, but it was the same thing as what I was doing with a spotlight subscribe, having to copy and paste their email, get their name, put that into Flowdesk. And like it, it didn't take a ton of time, but like, I mean, there were some days where it was like 30 minutes of oh. me doing that. And it's like, okay, sure. But the, the thing that really got me, to make a change. And I don't use Zapier for this, but the thing that got me to make the change was I realized that because I wasn't approving people to join my Facebook group until I added them to my email list because it's just easier to do it that way. But then I was like neglecting them of joining for, you know, sometimes it was longer than a week. Like Mm. sometimes I didn't do it every Friday. So I was just like, Oh gosh. Okay. So I literally did this last week. So I don't have like, I don't know if it's really working or not. But again, that mental space is freed up. I don't have to think about it anymore. Instead of what I was doing, what I just described. Now, when you join my group, I still approve people because I feel like I I do need that. Like, I do need that. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't just have it public and anyone can go in because it is really more of a like community. But now when you get into the group, you it's a pinned or featured post. Basically, it's right at the top and it says join email list. And then I also you can add group rules now. And I made one of them like check the pinned post <laughs> to join my email list. Oh. So I don't know if it's, you know, going to work as well because it's an extra couple clicks for them, but that link takes them right to my subscribe page and like on my blog and then they subscribe and everything's cool. So so we'll see if it works. If not, I mean, I don't know if nothing else, it like, honestly, already it hasn't even been a full week since I did that. Like, it's just been nice not to have to worry 
about that. Yes. It's like a quick approve, approve, approve type thing. And then that's it. So it, yeah. that has been really nice. The little things, I'm telling you, they all add up to big things. And I think it's worthwhile once in a while, even if you're not prepping for time off, just to make a list of those little tasks that you do each week and then maybe assess like, okay, could this be automated? Can I do anything to streamline this, get this off my plate? I just did this March 1st. So what is, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I just found this note as you were talking in my notes app list of admin tasks. And I had started writing all of these things down because I don't know, I just get tired of doing all the admin tasks over and over that I that are not filling me up, but that yeah. have to be done. Right. So I have this huge list. So I'm thinking of now going through this and like seeing what I can automate for the summer. What can I delegate? What can I take off my plate? Because like each one takes me, like the one I'm looking at right now, this takes me 60 seconds a week. But yeah. I hate it. I hate yeah. doing it. Yeah. Every time I'm like, for an hour leading up to it, I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't, <laughs> yes. I can't, don't make me. But then when I'm done, I'm like, okay, that wasn't a big deal. But, but it was still, all that energy I wasted yes. hating it. <laughs> yep. That's a really good idea. I should do that exercise. Yeah. I think it's good for anyone listening just to have a list of things that you intend to remove from your life eventually. Yeah. Oh, I have a question for you, Jenna. So you mentioned email and then this is something I struggle with because even when I'm taking time off, this is something that I continue doing. I always write my e-blog talk Monday emails by myself. Oh, right. And I don't know that I need to fully do that. Like I could probably schedule some. I could hand some off. Mm-hmm. So I don't – like do people want to know that I'm taking time off or do they not care you mentioned earlier, like I wrote down, like you haven't left, like acting like you haven't right. left. Is it valuable to act like you haven't left or is it more valuable to be upfront and let people know that you're taking time for yourself? Okay. This is something that I really think about, like, especially when it comes to emails and like, I really think that it just depends on like personal preference. Like, do you like sharing tidbits from like your like real life, like like what you're truly doing like that week. Mm -hmm. I feel like some bloggers absolutely love writing like paragraphs upon paragraphs. And I know yours aren't paragraphs, but like, (laughs) like they just love filling in like all these different life updates along with recipes and just all this stuff. And like from a reader, like from a user, like I think it's super interesting, but I also, when I receive it, cause I subscribe to, I subscribe to all my creator friends. Yes. Like <laughs> I also love when it's just like, here's a new recipe for this cake. Here's the link. Have a good week. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> like I also love that. So I really, I think it depends on like, just kind of which you prefer. And then also going back to like what frees up the most Mm. kind of like mental space for you. And so I've actually scheduled out my emails all the way through January, 2024. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. That's so inspiring. It, okay. It took like a full day, like a, a full working business day to do, which I feel like is pretty good. And I should say, so I, I did intentional and it's once a week. So it's not like two or three times. It's one email a week. And I did leave the last week of the month open with kind of, and I made like thought starters for myself to go back in with the intention of the last week will either be a roundup kind of so like for October it'll be like a pumpkin every pumpkin recipe I have it'll either be like that so like not necessarily like hey it's Jenna it's cold outside (laughs) like it's pumpkin season it won't I mean it could be that but more so it's just like yay October pumpkin season Mm. here are my recipes but like since I'm still like actively working right now and probably through June, maybe some of July, we'll see. What I have been doing is there's still the roundup post, but I actually did kind of like what you're saying at the top. I said like a note from Jenna 
And it was like, Hey, we got a new air fryer. Check out my favorite kitchen appliances here. Like we're doing this this month. Check out my new recipes I've published this month below because I'm still, I'm writing new posts right now, but they're not necessarily getting like their individual new post, whatever. And so that's kind of what I have been doing. And I personally find that like my audience doesn't respond as well to roundup posts. They really like the like, here's the recipe, click goodbye. So since I know that, that's why kind of the roundup posts are like, kind of just my way to be like, here's new posts. This is like the best way for me to get it out, especially since I have like all of my other emails scheduled out. But of course, I want to get the new posts out too. So that was kind of my solution to that. And then also knowing there's two things. So like also knowing one, if I notice that like these emails just like are not resonating, I can always go in and edit them. Mm. And then two, like I can always switch stuff around. Like if I really, really, really wanted to, I don't know, let's say I made an Easter recipe that like I really want to get out right now. Like I can go in and reschedule whatever I have and add in the new one. But again, like I feel like the theme of this is really just like freeing up my mental load. It's like, it's fine. It's okay. Like just choose something and move on. (laughs) And nothing is etched in stone is another theme that we've talked about. If you make a change, it doesn't have to be a forever change. And the little things will add up when you remove them from your mental load. Yeah. 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 So I don't, but I know like your emails, like you'll include like we're camping this week, Mm -hmm. like somewhere. And like, I do, like, I do like knowing that. (laughs) And I I like sharing that and I don't foresee changing that. But what I'm thinking is that everything under my initial paragraph could be written by somebody else. Oh yeah. So like podcasts updated or published this week Someone else could do that for me, prep the email, and then all I would need to do is hop in and write my intro paragraph. It would take me totally. five minutes, and then I could press send, right? Yes. Yeah, that's really smart. So I might do that this summer because it does – I mean, it's not a big deal, but again, it <laughs> adds up. Like on Monday morning when I'm on the road and we just – we were at the campfire late and we yep. slept in late on Monday morning, and I'm like, oh, dang it, I have to – write an email. So then yes. I'm like scrambling and stressing and I'd rather not do that. I'd rather just pop in and write a few sentences and press send. Okay. I have another question about emails before we get too far from that topic. Do you recommend, and are you doing anything like this to prep like an out of office email? Like I won't be as attentive in the next week I'm on vacation or anything like that. Okay. Yes. I've never done it. And I actually, we recently went to Hawaii and I wanted to like, I don't know, just like have like a, I wanted to try it then because we were gone for like a week or like a little over a week. And I did, I did like, sometimes like I do feel bad when I don't respond to people, like especially brands. And so I, but of course I didn't plan for it. And if I don't plan for it, it just, it just doesn't happen. Like if it's not on the to-do list, (laughs) it doesn't exist. So I didn't, but, but I did, I have it like written out on a sticky note actually. So like, like, I will not forget to set this out of office. And I, Megan, I was listening to one of your old podcast episodes where y'all talked about leave and out of office emails. And I don't remember, you know, exactly what the guest, what hers was, but I kind of like basically copied it, took from it. But since I like, I'm not really giving myself a duration for like, I'm going to be out for three months or I'm going to be out for one or, you know, I, I'm just, I truly have no idea the way that I'm kind of, I can read it. I literally have it sitting in front of me, but I left it like incredibly open-ended. And so basically it's just like, thanks for reaching out. I'm currently on maternity leave. Please be patient with my response time. Like that's what I'm thinking. Like. No, that's really good because people have a ton of grace for that. Like, oh my gosh, a baby, of course, you know, like there's no messing with that. Yeah. And you take as much time as you need, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And it's short and sweet. They don't have to dig into a whole paragraph. They know exactly 
what you're saying right off the bat. Yeah. And I kind of was like, oh, should I put like, I don't know. So I've seen some out of office emails that have like a date and I'm like, oh, I'm not giving myself oh, a date. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> or you can keep changing it. Just yes. <laughs> revise it every exactly. week. Exactly. And exactly. And I was like, I guess I could put like, you know, October or whatever. But I was like, I don't want to give myself like any sort of timeline. Like I had to, I'm like, let's just keep it simple, keep it easy. But that podcast really did. There was a lot of golden nuggets in that one, but that was something that I was like, I for sure need to do an out of office email. And I don't remember what the setting is in my phone, but basically just turn off like essentially all notifications. I do that when I take vacations and it is so great. Like I have to manually go in and refresh and then I'm like, you know, flooded with them. But like, like I really should keep it on just always. Honestly, now that I think about it. I do. I don't have any notifications on my phone except for like texts, but in calls, but I don't, nothing pops up on my phone. I should really do that. I did that for Slack because I've joined a few channels now or whatever. (laughs) Slack alone is like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh, yes. And like, I'm the type of person where if I see like the red notification bubble, oh, my anxiety is like (laughs) spiking. (laughs) That's why I did this. I made this change a few years ago and it's been life-changing, honestly. So vacation isn't as much of a transition for me anymore. It used to be like, whoa, night and day from like notification overload to nothing right? because I would try to ignore it on vacation too. But now it's like, oh, just the same kind of thing. I recommend, I mean, you don't have to stick with it, but at least try it. I recommend that for everyone. Just give it a try for a week and see how your life changes. And I bet it will. I really, really, really love that because that is something that I have been thinking about. Like, just the the things that I do daily that will just kind of stop, like how jarring yes. that could be. Like even just looking at like my analytics, I've tried to get better at like, don't open Google Analytics mm, yeah. every single morning because we're not going to be doing that. And so like, oh, ooh, I like that. Yeah. I'm inspired. <laughs> it's a process though and takes like in real intentionality I found. Yeah. But if you are serious about wanting to protect your time and your energy, which I've been lately, then it's, yeah, you can prioritize it. I cannot believe how fast this has gone. Okay. We have a few more minutes, but I have one more question for you. I feel like this is like a coaching call. Thank you, Jenna, for oh my letting me record our live coaching call because I have a vacation coming up. So it's just a week long, a little over a week. We're going in our RV to visit my dad and I've been working really hard so that I don't have to work on the road. Yeah. And I think I'm going to do it. But one thing remaining that is a question mark for me and I want to get your thoughts is like those little responses to people. I get DMs all the time on Instagram from people just like, hey, I love your podcast or do you have a resource for this? And one of the reasons I love my job is because I like being able to deliver that, those little responses back to people. So I actually really like that. Yeah. But how do I handle that on the road? And how do you plan to do that with your upcoming leave? Do you plan to like have an automation saying I'm out? Or yeah, like what would you do? Oh, you know, this is something that I truly struggle with. Like I I mentioned we were just in Hawaii and whenever like we're kind of like waking up, having breakfast, having our tea, that's kind of like our time to like, we totally could just like, you know, relax. But like we both, my husband and I, we like getting on Twitter and seeing like what's going on in the world. And like, that was my time when I would get onto Instagram and I would see similar things to what you're saying, Megan, like someone saying like, tried your banana bread, love it. And it's like, well, I want to tell them thank yes. you. Right. <laughs> or like, I definitely did not need to do this when we were in Hawaii, but the Instagram broadcast channels rolled out and I got access and like, it was a chill day. We were going to the beach. We were just hanging out And so I did, I did use it. And then I got like a million messages like, what the heck is this? What is this Jenna? And then I was like, crap, (laughs) like this was probably not the best thing to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. But honestly, so like, I really, I do struggle with that because again, like, first of all, like seeing that I have an unread notification, it does Mm. for whatever reason affect me. 
But then if I open it and I don't respond, there is no way I'm remembering <laughs> to go back yes, in. Things. Right. Same. So like, honestly, I feel like, well, one, I'm going to have to turn off notifications <laughs> yeah. when maternity leave comes. But I do like the idea of setting up an automatic like reply on Instagram. And I've seen where you can do it. I've never done it, but I know that you can. And I think maybe similar to like the out of office email, just saying like, I'm currently on leave, please be patient with my response time. Like that kind of gives you like an out for not responding. But also like, if you want to respond, then you can wait 15 minutes or like a day sure, or whenever you you know, if, if you're so inclined, which I know I am often <laughs> to reply, it's not like it has to be instant. That's something that like I do, I definitely do need to figure that out, especially if I plan on being on like Instagram stories at all, which I, I think, you know, that's like the most, like if I was going to show up anywhere, it probably would be Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. But with that, would probably come messages. So it's kind of like figuring out like, how much do I want to put myself out there during that time? And then also like, do I want to be responding? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's hard. I know because on one hand, it's like, I'd rather not touch my phone. But on the other hand, I don't want to come back after a week and find like 200 messages that I have to go through because I'm not the kind of person to just ignore. Yeah. Like I have to, I feel like, and maybe this is a problem for me (laughs) that I need to sort through, but in my industry, I feel like I need to at least respond to everyone. I don't necessarily need to be delivering the best, like, you know, 15 minute response, high value or anything like that, but at least I need to acknowledge it. So I just, the thought of being so overwhelmed by a ton of messages at the end of my week is not good. That's not good for me. (laughs) I know. I feel that same way. But you do have like a virtual assistant or an assistant or you have some. Yeah. So I do feel like for those messages that you're probably receiving, like they, well, I mean, you'd have to give them access to that account, which maybe they already have. Maybe they don't. But if they do, that could be a really easy way for them to kind of like screen, like is someone asking for a podcast episode or a resource Uh, or, I mean, honestly, like if, I mean, I know that like, like a big part of our job is the connections. And like, I know like whenever I get a message saying anything heartfelt, like it like truly does mean a lot. And like, I really do like feel, I'm like, oh my gosh, they took the time to message me. And so like, I love that interaction. However, like you could in theory have someone else respond, you know, and say like, thank you or whatever. But that like totally takes away like the good, the good connection and warm fuzzies that we get right. from this job. Yeah. But it's hard. There, yeah. the, the bottom line is there's no easy answer. You've, yeah. You have to sacrifice something, I feel like, like the human connection. I don't have anyone in my Instagram account. I just feel like that's the one place where people, I want people to know they can go where it's just me. Nobody else is going to be there. And it is truly. So I th- the conclusion I've come to after our chat, Jenna, is that I will go on Instagram daily, but I'm going to limit my time. So I think I, think I would do smart. like set a 10 minute timer. You have 10 minutes to get through these 10 messages. And so then I just have to figure that out. Like, you know, coordinate my time. So it aligns with that. And then that's it. And then I don't have a million at the end of the time at the yeah. end of my week. Yeah. I like that. And I do like the idea too of setting up an automated message on Instagram as well. I do like that. Yeah. I'm going to look into that too. Okay. Is there anything we've missed that you feel like people should have on their radar if they are planning to take time off and just want to prep like you are? I think we covered it. Okay. We we talked about a lot. So I, again, like Jenna's having a baby, so that's a really good reason to take time off. But if you can, I, and I know Jenna would too, encourage you to just experiment with this. And maybe if you want to have extra time with your family this summer, even if it's just a week or yeah. three days or something, try it because it's so freeing. As food bloggers, we're in our businesses so much. 
that that time off is just special. I just love having time off to breathe and not be totally immersed in my job. And the episode you referred to earlier, Jenna, that you said was super helpful is number 50 on eBlog Talk. So if you want to listen to that one as well, she gives a lot. She talked about maternity leave as well, but gave a lot of tips just for in general leaving your business for a period and making money during the product. Like during yes, the- that's what, yes, that's what I was like, there was some other aspect to it as well. Yes. Yes. That that's was a, great a really one. good one. Thank you, Jenna. It's always so much fun talking to you. I love our conversations. They fly by. Do you have another quote or words of inspiration you'd like to share with us? Oh, I actually, well, first of all, I love chatting with you too, Megan. And I went into this thinking like, oh, this is going to be like a quick 20 minute episode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, this has been all, I feel like we could have gone on and on and on. So I feel like we did pretty good. (laughs) Okay, good, good. Yeah, I actually do have a quote that I heard on... (laughs) I heard it either on like TikTok or reels and I have no idea where it came from, but I have been clinging onto it and I feel like it's kind of going to be like my quote for the year and it's, I am capable and everything is figure outable. Is that from Marie Forleo or I don't know. I've tried to look. I don't know. I love that so much, Jenna. It's so true. We need to remind ourselves of that all the time, right? Yes. I have it like written out in every room. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I love it. What a great way to end. And then I also thought of this as you were saying your quote, something else just to mention before we officially say goodbye is if you are planning time off, and this goes for you too, Jenna, just have grace with yourself and not assume that it's going to be like the perfect leave and you're going to have all your stuff scheduled and you're going to have, you know, (laughs) and your traffic is going to be flowing and everything's going to be amazing because things will happen, but it's okay. And that's, what's great about our businesses is that we can, they're flexible and we can just like, we are bosses. We can go with the flow. So Jenna, as you're going into your leave, just remember that too, like have grace with yourself let yourself enjoy the time, even if everything isn't yes. like perfect, perfect, perfect when you have your baby. Thank you. And honestly, like I feel like having you and others in the community who share these reminders and share like how special the time leaves are. Like, of course, of course, I'm having a baby, which is like just mind blowing, first of all. But it's like, of course, it's, you know, the most one of the most special times yes, of my entire life, yep. like really, really like leaning into that. And it's such a short period of time. And I've had that reminder from countless people. And every time I hear it, it's like the first time. And so, yeah, hearing, hearing your words of advice and encouragement and really being surrounded by all of you on the community is like hearing it. It really, it does make a difference. And it's such a good reminder, even though, I keep telling myself, I'm like, I'm giving myself grace. And it's like, no, that be give yeah. yourself more grace. Like, yes, more, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah you so will cherish you. cherish this time. It's yes. like, it's a blip. And <laughs> I often look at my teenage boys and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could go back and just like cherish those moments a little bit more. So, yeah. I've heard that. And that's what I'm, I'm really trying to keep that top of mind because that's, that's all I hear. And so, yeah, it's, I'm glad that you shared that. Oh, wow. I almost got teary. I did not Me expect too. that. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to put show notes together for you, Jenna. So if you want to go look at those, you can go to eblogtalk.com forward slash the urban life for numeral four and urban is spelled with an E U R B E N. Tell everyone where they can find you, Jenna. Oh yes. You can find me just about on any social media at The Urban Life and theurbanlife.com. And since I did talk about my podcast, I I was hoping you would. (laughs) I do have a podcast too and a website that corresponds Blogger Bites. Bites is spelled B-Y-T-E-S because I just cannot spell anything the normal (laughs) way. And yeah, I plan on you know, they're going to, they're going to stay alive and well. And I want to be around as much as possible. Like if I want to be around, I'm around. So I, I want to stay connected (laughs) in a healthy way. So that's kind of how I'm entering that. So 
everyone, please message me still. I don't want to, I don't want to fall off the face of the earth. And preface it with, this is what I normally do when someone, I know someone's on a leave. I'm like, don't feel like you need to reply, but just wanted to let you know, whatever. So Aww, then people, I love that. it's like a uh, permission to read it mm-hmm. and delete it. Oh, I like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I love this chat. Thank you so much, Jenna. This is going to help so many people and encourage them as they're preparing to take time off. So thank you so much for being here. And thank you for listening today, food bloggers. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Eat Blog Talk. Please share this episode with a friend who would benefit from tuning in. I will see you next time.